We are all capable of doing lots of interesting and amazing things, good or bad. A comedian once said, the devil made me do it. But in all reality, we hold the reins to choose whatever it is. We are all destined to do better and to become much more than the ordinary. Welcome to Avis Woolley Ministries Made for That podcast. The word of the Lord tells us that we are many things, conquerors, overcomers, royal priesthood, a holy nation, just to name a few. We were created to worship the living God. We were made to give Him praise, glory, and honor. We were made for that. In this podcast, you will find hope, encouragement, strength, trust, faith, love, and above all else, Christ Jesus. So as you listen, keep an open mind to hear from the Lord. Keep prayerful that the word will fall upon good ground and grow into something beautiful in the eyes of the Lord. Wow, today is a special day. You may ask why. It's because this is the release of my first broadcast, Made for That. Hi, I'm your host, Avis Woolley. Listen, it's been an amazing journey preparing for this ministry. I'm overjoyed, excited, elated. Where these messages are going to take me and how are they going to bless and encourage you. I look forward to spending time together with you and hearing from you about what the Lord is and has done in your life. These podcasts will be sharing messages of inspiration and hope. Most of all, the Word of God. So I want you to be a part of my interactive audience. We're going to share, share, share. Now before I go any further, let me stop and thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for giving me this vision to share His good news in a format that I never thought I would be doing. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank You for this glorious day. We thank You for this new beginning. We thank You for every listener who's listening today, that You will give a rhema word, that You will inspire someone, that You will lift someone, through the very words that will be spoken out of these lips. Father, we thank you right now that the person will find hope, they will find joy, and they will find peace again. I thank you that the listener is recommitting their lives to you and that their faith will be enlarged and that they will continue to trust you and they will continue to believe you. And Father, that they will not allow the enemy to come in and destroy that beautiful thing that you have created. And Father, we ask right now, even as these messages will go forth, we thank you that our communications will be holy and that our communications will be inspirational. And Father, we thank you. We bind every spirit that comes up against your people. We cast them under our feet, for that's where they belong. That's where Satan belongs. You have given us the victory, and we walk in victory. We thank you for walking in divine health. We thank you for walking in your divine will. And Father, we give you praise, and we continue to give you honor as we follow after you. And this we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
So why do I want to share? Why do I want to share now? What do I get out of it? I'm sharing what the Lord has and is doing in my life so that it can be a beacon of light to someone who may be going through some difficult times or may not quite be quite sure what their next move will be. Now, I've always dreamed of ministering to the masses, but never in my wildest dreams did I think it would be on this form. Thank God for multimedia platform. So with that being said, let me tell you a little bit about me, how this ministry was birthed, and what my ministry is all about. I'm a native of South Georgia. I am one of nine girls and four boys that lived out of 15 children. I was raised in a Christian home with wholesome values. My family, we were a hardworking family. And by that, I mean, we did field work most of the summers. Now you baby boomers would know what I mean when I say field work, but the generation X and millenniums, you probably don't know. But what that means is we were harvesters or we were pickers. Some of the things that we harvested were beans, some tobacco, and some cotton. Now, our summers weren't all work and no play. We had plenty of time for play. We spent time with our grandmother. We spent time taking family trips. And we also I'm telling you, this was the best fun in the world. We spent time outside playing till sun up till sundown. Well, let me change it. Sun up, yeah, that's right, sundown. Sometimes we had to be called in after it was dark. I played games such as we turned cartwheels, I played jackstone, I played house, I even played church played in the rain, red light, green light. I did a lot of hand games and a lot more. Now our home was filled with a lot of laughters. We had our sibling brawls and of course we had food and I mean lots of food. Our father had three gardens and the food that we were able to glean from the farmers was an addition to what we already had. You know, I thank God for my parents because they were blessed, a blessed man and woman of God. They taught us the value of being saved. They taught us the value of giving our lives to Christ. My parents, they taught us about the relationship with Christ. They taught us about being saved, and I thank God for the church that we were a part of, had an awesome pastor. Now, among the many things that God had blessed us with, he gave us the gift of singing. We were singers and musicians. I guess you can call us the tribe of Levi. Now, because of our musical talent and gift, our mother took us places to perform special events 
such as bicentennial celebrations, community parades, our local church, and some of the local churches. All of this talent we learn at home. It started at home. There will be plenty of time after we've eaten our dinner that we start singing. I was the pianist and my brother was the bass player. It would be nothing for us to start singing right at the dinner table. And we would go on into the wee hours of the morning. Sometime people would be standing outside of our fence listening. And even on occasions, someone would come and sit up on the front porch just to hear us sing the songs of Zion. And we heard that it blessed them so much and it touched their lives that it really made a huge impact. I thank God again for my parents. I cannot say it enough because of the rich foundation that they laid in our lives. And because of their persistence in teaching their children, I made the conscious decision why as a junior, senior in high school, I committed my life to Christ. And until this day, I have not regretted it. It was the best decision I could have ever made. After finishing college, junior college that is, I moved to Atlanta and there I met my husband. I thank God for placing him in my life because he was a man of faith. Again, I am grateful that the Lord placed my husband in my life because I knew God and I had God in such a small box. Yes, I believe that God could do the impossible, and I believe that He could do the impossible for others, but I didn't have enough faith to believe that He could do those things for me. So I learned to broaden my understanding. God's Word became more Ramos to me, and I enlarged my concept of the Lord as I studied His Word, as I sought for understanding, and as I received revelation knowledge, then the possibilities of what my God can do was endless. It was beyond the universe. And I just want to give a shout out to my husband for being that rock, that person that I could look up to, to help me to grow in that area of my life. Now, I would like to share a little bit about the inner me. I grew up, as I said, with a lot of siblings, but I was more of a child that was more fearful. I did not have the self-confidence that I should have. And that followed me through my adult life. And I just want to give God thanks and praise because he took those shortcomings that I had and he worked them out. He worked through me to help open up my eyes that I could see and I could see as he saw me. And as I began to walk the word of God out in my life, my faith in God, my revelation knowledge of him, I began to understand that I did not have to walk in fear, that I did not have to walk 
with my head not so much down but not enough self-esteem within myself to know that I can accomplish whatever task has been put before me. I thank God for spiritual maturity. With years and spiritual maturity, I am able to witness to others, to share with men and women, children, professions, professional people, what God can do when we actually just yield ourselves to Him. During the ninth grade, our schools integrated. It was a very tumultuous time. We had to learn how to live and work and go to school with people who weren't like us. There were lots of fights. There were lots of school bus brawls. But I just thank God that he kept me during that time. During those times, I gravitated to the Psalms. I connected with David when he talked about how trusting in God kept him from being ashamed, kept him from being afraid, and how when he was chastised or how he was chastened, he always kept a praise in his heart because he was a man after God's own heart. As much as David messed up, God was there whenever David needed him. I think about the scripture, it says, Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. And during those turmoil times in high school, you know, I felt as if there was no one I could turn to. I couldn't share sometimes my most inner feelings, but I did find comfort and I did find peace each time I read the word of the Lord. And I want to encourage you who are listening today, no matter what you deal with in life, that Christ really wants to change you. We are really living in the last days. Time is short, it's fleeting. And I know you may have experienced death around you, but this is not our home. We're only passing through. The word of the Lord tells us not to attach ourselves to this world. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. Our ultimate goal is to live with Christ forever and ever. Now, you know there are only two places in eternity. There's heaven and there's hell. You can do nothing in this life to change what you're doing and you'll end up in hell. But if you make that decision that you want to commit your life to Christ and then you start walking in that direction, you start spending time in your word, you start spending time with the Lord, listening for his voice, listening to his voice, acting on the words that he tells you, then you can assure or be assured that heaven will be your home. So I just encourage you, don't give up. If others have said and called you losers, the word of God tells us that we are more than conquerors. We are kings, we're princes, we're royalty. And God wants his people to realize and understand that. 
that we are important. So enough about me. Now, let me share with you how my ministry was birthed. My ministry was birthed out of personal triumphs and troubles, some of my highs and my lows. It was birthed out of seeing God work in and through me, seeing my life transform over the years, seeing the Lord move on my behalf as I worship Him and I praised Him in the beauty of holiness. And this ministry was birthed out of how the Lord can take a weak vessel like me, shape it, mold me into a beautiful thing to behold. This is how my ministry was birthed. Now what my ministry is about is learning how to enlarge our Lord and Savior. Take him out of that small box. He's much bigger than that. He's larger than the universe. That's how big our God is. What you're dealing with in your life, it's important, but it's a small thing in God's eyes. He cares enough for you that he has his eye on you. And that means there are billions and trillions of people in the world. You're special to him. So it's about enlarging the Lord God. It's about knowing who and whose you are. That you are somebody. That you are important. It's about allowing the Lord to use what we call flaws for God to help us by shaping us, molding us, so that we can blossom into a masterpiece that we were created to be. This ministry is about learning to worship and adore the soon coming King. It's about not allowing the opinions of others to control or stop you from moving into the position God has called you to or is calling you to. And last, my ministry is about motivating and encouraging our youth to learn how to reverence and respect the Lord. You know, we seem to be in competition with the world. Yes, multimedia is a good thing to have, but our children are on their cell phones, they're on the TikToks, they're on the Lord knows the other, other platforms. But the time that they're spending on these platforms, they don't spend time with the Lord. They've taken school, they've taken prayer out of the schools. There's a separation of church and state. We're having these mass killings. Our young people are committing suicide. They're having dreadful thoughts, they're depressed. And it's all because we've taken Christ out of the equation. You know, humanity cannot solve our problems. Yes, it's good to see a psychologist, but all in all, they cannot reach into the depths of your soul. There is nothing like taking your problems to the Lord. He created us. He knows all about us. He wants to be that arm that we can lean on. He wants us to lay upon his breast, tell him my, our most deepest secrets, and to trust him. Trust the Creator. Like I've said earlier, we're only passing through this way. And what happens after we die? That's the big question. Where does your soul end up? Heaven or hell? 
You know, we were made to worship the Lord. We were made, we were created for that. That's what we were created for. But because of the fall of man and because of sin, it has separated us away from Christ. We were made to give God glory. We were made for that. We were not made to carry burdens on our shoulders. We were not made to worry about problems. We were not made to try to solve everybody's problems. But we were made to glorify the Lord. We were made to turn our faces to Him. You know, the Word of God says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. And he said that he would heal our land. That means you. It means me. If there are wicked ways in our life, we need to turn away from those things. We need to turn our faces back to Christ because all in all, it's him that we will be standing and giving account of on that final day. So I would like for you to know that our podcast will be a 30-minute segment. There will be an opportunity for you to go to our website, interact with me via live or sending me an email. Either way, I'm looking forward to communicating with you. And I just bless the Lord with all that is within me that these messages will be a blessing to you. No matter what you think or how you feel, you may not be the greatest speaker, you may not be the greatest writer, don't worry about that. It's about getting your soul ready to meet the Lord. It's about making you whole, becoming the person that God wants you to be. So we look forward to meeting you again. Until then, may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ rest and abide upon you until we meet again. God bless. This is Avis Woolley with Made For That Podcast. We trust that you have been blessed by today's message. We all need to be reminded who we are and whose we are. Our true identity can sometimes be lost in our everyday living. We strive daily to make the mark of excellence that will please God, but sometimes we fail. I am thankful that we serve a loving and forgiving God, one who gives us more chances than we deserve. Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15 reads, Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another. If any have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. We were made for this, a vessel set apart to live out the true meaning of salvation. Don't allow the enemy of defeat, depression, disbelief, and talk of death lead you down the wrong pathway. You can contact Avis at Avis Woolley Ministries, P.O. Box 805, Conyers, Georgia, 30012. 
or email her at mail at aviswoolleyministries.org. Remember, this is not our home. So until the next broadcast, be safe, be confident, be whole.